How Long Gone, live and direct from uh, Overcast, Glendale, California today. And, you know, we have some sad news to report. My co-host, DJ Them Jeans, is on the DL right now. Um, <laughs> we got a full report back. Not like that kind of DL. Not, oh, not, oh, my bad. My not bad. like Freak Mill. <laughs> Freak Mill, Them Jeans, is on the DL. And I don't mean Atlanta style. I mean, he has injured his... Uh, I'm getting my... Cheeks clapped at urgent care. Not <laughs> Jason has a had yesterday. He he had an injury, and he's now. I'm sitting across from him in in the podcast studio here. His leg is elevated in a boot. It is his left leg, correct? Yeah, my left leg. And the story of how this happened to you is something because I I said this last night. I was talking to some people about this at the Stone Island event. Oh great. I was like, oh, Jason. I was talking to Diz. I was like, Jason got hurt, mm -hmm. and they were like, damn, was he going that hard? And I was like, I've worked out with Jason a lot, and I've never seen him squat that heavy. I've just never <laughs> seen that. But that wasn't the issue. Explain what you it were was, doing. It was body weight. It was body weight. Whoa. Well, I was doing. I was doing the split squat. Sure. But elevated one leg, elevated or anything, or just a regular split squat. It was. It was happening right here. Oh, you were in here. I was in here. In in my in here in the pod den. It, and the irony is, or not irony, but the the crazy coincidence, I have, I have the same exact injury that Mark Marin had maybe two or three weeks ago, in the same city, do same you, job. Do you think there's injury. some? Do you think there's something happening with podcasters having weak feet? I don't know what it is. This is well, this makes me. I'm concerned now. I'm going to start doing some fo more foot mind, exercises. Mind yourself. <laughs> well, so, and it it was a it was a. I don't, it was it was very good and bad. So I was, it was raining and I I, w I was waiting for the rain to stop so I could take the dogs out because they're just they're restless hounds. They wanted to go out there and pee and poop, just like me in the rain. I'm yeah, a restless hound too. Chris Black is scratching at the <laughs> at the window, <laughs> scratching at the window. He can't hold it no more. Uh, so I was doing doing my um doing my knees over toes kind of, of shit. Classic them jeans mobility work, and I was I was literally hitting a a split squat PR. I had you're going so low. I had I was I was breaking barriers of what I could do. So before. your nuts were dragging on the fucking Persian. Yeah, my my legs were very wide. Like it was like literally the length of this yes. entire Persian rug. My back foot there, front foot there, and then going down super slow, like making a meal of it, like spending yeah. thirty seconds in it. All and the this way is, down. This is raw dog. No bands are involved. No, no bands. Weight. No okay, bands. Okay, okay, no okay. weights. No bands. Just on a yoga mat, straight up. That's it. And then when I finally get into the position, the I lift my arms up in the air. If if you're really advanced, you'll have like a kettlebell there and hold it up, and that's when it gets really crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like just putting your arms in the air and kind of like arching For your sure. back yeah, when you yeah, do yeah. that. You have like yeah, people um, in the DL love to arch their back, so that's a that's a good. <laughs> I'm glad that you knew to do that. Yeah. Uh, Build a house up on that ass. That's an ass. Ass state is what what the goal is. Yes, that yes, you're trying yes. to achieve. But I I felt my body doing things that I had. I, I literally felt like I was unlocking, you know, decades of tension and trauma and pain. I've. It was it was like a very spiritual release. I felt so proud of myself. It was a thing that's I've been working at for. A few years to try to achieve like a full, legit, complete, crazy split squat like that, with no assistance, no, mm -hmm. no heel 
elevated, no platforms, just flat ground, getting it done. Barefoot. Yeah. Ass to ass to grass. My little clit dragging on the yoga mat, putting in W R W U R Q, the whole thing. And I kind of pop up and I'm feeling good. And uh, I just put a little weight on the outside uh-huh. of my of my left foot a little bit and i hear a pop that sounds like you you just cracked your knuckles really okay. loud and it felt amazing <laughs> Much, wait it was so this is a euphoric it was a it was all euphoric it was so weird i i pop it i i I'm, i just like kind of le- i have my weight over my left leg a little bit off to the side on the outside of yeah. the foot hear that and I was like, oh, fuck. And it kind of woke me up. I was like, holy shit, that was crazy. Did I just like unlock some new mm-hmm. sick thing? I went out and took the dogs out for a walk. And then about 10 minutes into the walk, I was like, it doesn't feel as euphorically amazing <laughs> as it did before. So the euphoria has waned actually. The euphoria the waned. It wasn't, I wasn't in pain, but I was like, this doesn't feel right. Something, something maybe is, is wrong here. And I'm just going to slowly kind of hobble back I, I was putting my weight on my heel yeah um and I, I walked back to the house and i elevated it put a little frozen frozen mixed berries mm. 365 frozen mixed berries on the on the foot just let it chill and then i was like you know what i'm just gonna i but i remember all of this happening to mark Marin, and i remember him saying i had a gig he had to like fly out the next day and he's like, uh, and he's like, I just have, you just have to go to urgent care. Just like, just do it. If the worst, the quicker pay. you do it, the better. Yeah. Yeah. Just do it. And I went over to no, no ho popped into my good friends at carbon health <laughs> and uh, got x-rays and they're like, yeah, fifth metatarsal, you fractured it. All right. So how much is the urgent care hitting for 35 bucks? Well, I, I, I went there because it's through my insurance. Thirty-five bucks. Okay, so thirty-five bucks, and they hook you up with this nice boot. Thirty-five bucks for my for my copay, whatever. Yeah. I get I get X-rays. I I get great service, and I get a this. It's called an air mm-hmm. air cast boot. Uh, but there's something you didn't get, <laughs> and I was stunned. So yeah, I, I walk in, and the the receptionist Chica, she was talking to me. Blah blah blah. Oh, there's nothing better than a Latin X receptionist at a urgent care with the figs on. Yeah, figs on, and I she's sitting there, you know, on her phone, and then big I big wa- nails, long nails. I, <laughs> she got the Van Cleef on that her man got her. <laughs> we we're not cleafing. We're not cleafing. I walk in no, the door. This is West Hollywood. I, you're right. I walk you know, in the door. the The mask begrudgingly goes on. She sees a cut, <sighs> put the mask on. But she was cool. I liked her a lot. But she was like, "All right, so um, if you, you know, here's here's the pharmacy that you're going to go to. It's this CVS yeah. by the Americana, um, you know, for prescriptions. That's where you're going to go." And I was like, "Oh, okay, nice to know." And then when when they uh, when they shipped me out, there, she was like, "All right, so if you if you cycle the Tylenol and the Advil every six hours." It kind of like one one hits and it kind of takes over from the other and I was like, Bitch. it's it's crazy to look at you. Not that you look like a drug user, 
Hmm. But look at you and think that that line about Tylenol and Advil mm-hmm. is going to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, know your audience. Just That's don't... like when somebody's like, you got to try this CBD sleep gummy. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> like, bro, just kick, get me out of here. Don't tease me mm-hmm. and pretend that something happening that isn't. It's just, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, I really wanted to be prescribed pills. It has I mean, this is to me a legitimate so reason to be prescribed pills. As a person who never took pills for legitimate reasons, I feel for you. And as as people who every time we buy pills, it is cash transactions at, yeah. at full market value. We've never been. We've never really had the privilege of no. having our. I just really wanted. I mean, I pay for my health care, whatever, four or five hundred bucks a month. I've never used it once until yesterday. And now look at this. So I've spent thousands and thousands this is the of problem dollars. With America, like, our health care system is. Wouldn't it be cool if just you know. Of eighty dollars of that money that I've given you guys, just gave me fucking ten Vikes. So, bro, that's all I want. Yeah, the healthcare system failed you. Yeah, what else is new? Actually, no, it didn't. It was actually amazing, and I really liked it. It was sweet. <laughs> I, was, I was in and out in an hour. But you're not in like extreme pain. It's more annoying. I'm not in extreme pain, and apparently they said like the first forty-eight. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's when it. That's when it's like the most. Like it doesn't feel. The right when it happens, it doesn't feel as bad as it will feel like two days after it happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you're fine. According to Al Wilmot, friend of the show, he said after that it, it does quickly drop off the pain. Mm-hmm. The pain level does. Especially if you start snorting Viking, it'll it'll taper. <laughs> it'll taper right off. I know. Well, I'm sorry this happened to you, but I feel like you have you're in good spirits, and you're gonna. And I, like I told you in there, it, it, I'm just putting on a show for the podcast. <laughs> I'm depressed. Before we started, is that I think this is a chance for you to finally kind of get a chest going like now that you can't do lower body exercises <laughs> the bird chest could blossom into more of a turkey if you <laughs> if you kind of go crazy i think with my work with the iron neck it'll be more of a pheasant okay that's, or a goose. that's still an improvement um yeah i'm excited <laughs> to get my pull up on get my um i think you should look into some in-kind pressing i think you'll be able to get deeper is that where um, I I actually do incline bench pressing? Yeah. Or in- no, no, I do decline bench pressing. Incline bench press. Incline gets the top titty, and then decline gets the under titty, right? Yeah. And you, then regular bench to, press gets the middle the, titty. You ain't got no under or top, so you might want to start at the top and kind of work your way down. <laughs> I don't know. If, is that the right way to do it? Start at the top and work your way no, down. You do a. You do. You what super, is this? A toothpaste? No. Tube? Let's superset that shit. Let's boom, 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 boom. Okay. Or you could do some. Thank you. Cable, I, don't, I don't know what that means. Some cable flies. Just do this. Boom, boom. Cable flies would be good for you. That'd be great. Look, with my build, with my bird-like build, I do all that shit all the time, and I and nothing really nothing happens. happens. No, no, no. Maybe you should think about replacing that Vicodin with creatine. Then I don't know what to tell you. I don't know either. I don't it's know okay. either. This, There's is, only, this is a good I, opportunity for you to... I eat a lot of boiled chicken. Experience new workouts. I think that's an I opportunity. I it's agree. cool. Because I, I see people... At the, honestly, I see people at the gym with a boot on pretty often. Mm-hmm. Like I, I feel like I see it more often. What's than, up, fellow sports injury guy? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, did you hurt yourself working out too? Pushing it too far once again, my brother. <laughs> All right. Well, you're okay. So you're okay. It, it does. It does had, hurt. It we, does hurt. Yeah, but we had to give you guys the full story just in case that that if you felt like Jason was his performance is underwhelming on today's podcast, you would know <laughs> that he was distracted. But I'm I'm seeing you firing 
on 110 right now. I'm okay. I'm okay. I I, I did go to sleep at like 8 p.m. yesterday, yeah. and you know my my body overall is is in sh- is almost out of shock. Like mm-hmm. when you when you break a bone, your body like the inside of it yeah. really changes. You know, yeah. it goes into a weird panic mode. Yeah, it's called shock. And then um, <laughs> and it does take a couple couple days for you to your body to come to grips yeah. with the fact that this is happening and this is your new normal blah 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 well i'm, I'm happy but i was I, I had a breakdown this morning a little bit in what sense all right jason i want to talk to you about uh david smith uh he's got a new show opening at hauser and worth in new york at the 22nd street location uh, if you're not familiar with David, uh, he is one of the most influential, innovative artists of the 20th century, mostly known for sculpture. But this guy was doing his best work in the last five years of his life, which is uh, <laughs> kind of what I'm hoping for myself. <laughs> and just to be clear, his best work was done back in the 60s. It's important to note when when he did pass away. It is away. important to know, but the sculptures are very interesting. They're cool. Show closes April 13th. No one thing. David Smith late sculptures at Hauser and Worth 22nd Street Gallery, seven of the artist's most important sculptures from the very final years. These are very important sculptures from his final years, and as much as you want to touch them, they are look, but do not. Mm-hmm. Don't make us look bad uh, is, kind of, is kind of what we're saying. Don't go in there and start knocking stuff over. <laughs> uh, David Smith uh, is now open at Hauser and Worth in New York at the 22nd Street location, and it closes on... April 13th. Got it. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. Jason, hair thinning impacts a lot of us. Uh, In fact, over half of us will experience hair thinning at some point in our lives. It's not only common, Jason, it's normal. Mm -hmm. So I think it's time to join the over 1 million people who are doing something about it thanks to Nutrafol. Hair thinning is complicated, uh, and the problem is it's actually much bigger than your hair alone. Like your skin, hair is a reflection of your health, Mm. Um, which if that's the case, Jason, then you're in top physical condition. Uh, (laughs) Internal factors can impact the way your hair looks, feels, and grows. Nutrafol's whole body approach multi-targets underlying root causes like stress, hormone fluctuations, and nutrient gaps for visibly Thicker, you know I like them thick, stronger hair. It's all connected, your body. It's all connected. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code HOWLONG. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N U T. R-A-F-O-L dot com promo code how long that's Nutrafol.com promo code how long because I had a, a whole day planned out yesterday I was waiting for the rain to stop I was going to walk the dogs go to the gym put on a suit and then go to the beefsteak mm-hmm. uh, Eric Warheim's kind of charity Bacchanal food feast festival mm-hmm. thing I bought tickets a month ago and we we're going to go with or with Al and you bought a ticket and you didn't go just because you're a nice supporter of whatever charity. I it love was for. giving back. And that was really cool of you I to do. I don't love meat, so it's yeah. perfect for me. You have you have the budget to be able to do it. It's mine. I spend it. He said, <laughs> "It's mine. 
I spend it. Yeah. They know me at talk. Let's just say that, bro. Let's just say that. <laughs> Let me keep it 100 with you. Talk knows They me. leave the car parked out front when I go to talk. They leave my virtual car parked up front. <laughs> I log in. I don't even have to do the four digit. Um, what was I talking so about? So you're saying that you had a whole day planned out. I had a do- whole day Obviously. planned out. And then, but w- when it comes crashing, when you, when you get the boot and you're like, oh, I can't walk no good. Then you you either you have like the fork in the road of like do I get pissed and angry or do I do what I normally do which is just you know it is what it is there's nothing yeah. I can do and this smoke is just, a little something kind of lay back it's just what I have to do and I so I I went home and I made a nice healthy meal I made some uh, I steamed some kabocha squash oh. and some power greens with some rice that i made with some chicken you, stock you treated your damn self avocado i made a tahini house made house made house made you had a lot of time on your hands okay well, i had some cinnamon so that square cereal for dessert it was good fell asleep it was nice and then but when i woke up and the the dogs were just like we're ready to go for i mean i usually walk bean for like ten thousand steps like you know whatever three three something miles every morning almost and the dogs did not understand that I was hobbled and they were just like on my ass to go for a walk. And I, I had to, I like screamed at them and I pounded the wall. Like this is the unheard wall. of them jeans behavior. I've never seen, you, I know I've never seen you rise above like a five. Rise above. I've never rise seen above. you rise above a five. I know. Well, that I'm is, a, I'm a wall puncher. You know what I'm saying? Like I, yeah. I don't, I'm not anymore, but you can, you know that about me. Twisted wall puncha. I just yeah, wool puncha. <laughs> I'm a wool puncha. Yeah, we we are we we are two different wolves. My, your your wolf is a wolf, and my wolf is is napping somewhere. <laughs> no, but well, my the way my brain works is I I go past the the car accident into the, what's going to happen after that. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm looking too far ahead mm-hmm. and not processing what's happening in front of me. So. I've been trying to release my anger and not store it up, and it did feel very good to scream at this poor dog and pound the wall. Hey, I don't feel bad for the dogs. They were misbehaving. They were they were causing you more pain. Yeah, if they were a good dog, they would. They're supposed to sense injury. Yeah, usually in, involving blood or I don't something think, menstrual. I don't think Margo and Bean, if you like got hit by a car, and I don't think they could save you. I don't think they're those kind of dogs. They would come up and they would lick. They would lick. They'd get a little blood for themselves, but they wouldn't call the, the they wouldn't call nine one one. They wouldn't they wouldn't take a bite out of my organs as they spill okay, out. Well, I guess that's I guess that's a positive. They'll give it a loving lick, but th- they can kind of tell that something's going on now. But they were you know dogs. Luckily, their brain or their memory lasts fifteen minutes. So that's true. Margot has already forgotten that I screamed at her. I'm glad that I'm go- look. I'm glad you're here, and I'm glad that we're able to podcast. And you know, after the crushing blow. <sighs> of uh sd card failure yeah i you know and that happens to us that's happened to us a handful of times in the history of the show and it happens to any podcaster i believe but sure um there are some things we covered that i would like to revisit because they're still fresh top of mind of course of course first and foremost i want to say um that for all for the christian denim store that was attacking me for suggesting apc jeans on on the strategist <laughs> uh go pray about it chief because that ain't <laughs> that don't come for me okay don't come for me first and foremost i want to get that out of the way okay and okay that's the the, the mosaic denim 
No, I'm I ain't I ain't with I ain't with if you name your company after a Bible verse, you can't talk to me. That's just what it that's just what it is. Like we ain't that's worse than municipal. You can't come at me like that. You cannot come at me. Um, yeah, I forgot about municipal being so religious coded. It's very religious coded. Okay. Um, but, okay. But yeah, also yeah. we we both um took time out of our day to kind of listen to the Joe Rogan, Cat Williams, uh, <laughs> dumbass summit that they that they had on Joe's podcast. We sat our asses down and listened, and and I I've had more time to process it, and also I've seen other people responding to it, and it was a full kind of three and a half hour. Who can out conspiracy theory the other mm -hmm. was the vibe, and it also featured Cat saying he read <laughs> sixty books a week. <laughs> which he reads eight books a day which is obviously a lie like i i think that but like i said to you i i am because he said he could run the the sick the, the the sprint 40 yard so, dash or whatever 40 yard dash and then he did it i do think he's only um he's not fully lying it's more of an a, an exaggeration yeah I'm, I'm sure that when he was a child he r did read a lot yes but i think that his his intelligence level is not really there where he's able to have, but, and I think he's sort of backpedaling because I think we joked about it maybe six months ago because he was doing a different interview and he, he told somebody that he's read like 300,000 books or, you know, like <laughs> he was throwing out even more, you know, in, insane numbers about his reading capabilities. So I think he's brought it back down to planet earth a little bit, but it was just amazing to hear these two guys literally it's like oh these are two guys that have the world's eyeballs 50 million people are going to view this or whatever mm -hmm. and they literally just sound like two guys that smoke weed and watch youtube conspiracy theory videos and believe everything they see which i guess is a large portion of the world which is that's that's what my takeaway as well it's like shocking to me that that's what people want to watch and then i'm like oh that must be what they do too and that's why they want to watch. I well, I I feel like Cat really is like a, a a spiritual genius. I feel like at some point he learned about things. He I, I feel like he knows he's he's on a higher plane. Maybe he's he's in a different dimension a little bit. But I think he wants us to think that. But yes, go ahead. The truth lies somewhere in the middle. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course, I would agree. And he has smoked himself retarded. And I, I talked about this on the podcast that was deleted, but I, I mentioned that drugs are what made him this smart and spiritual and 5D. And drugs have also made him sound uh, but not, I just, not believable. I don't think he's not smart. I just don't think I would lead with smart when I'm talking about him. Right. He's funny and clever. But I just, I he just, prob he probably has like an intelligence chip on his shoulder. And yeah, he's been he trying thinks to prove he's smarter than he is, but you can tell by the way he talks that, that it's like, I'm putting you on to stuff that you've never heard of because I've read all these books. If I was raised in a dog kennel, I would probably have that same yeah. complex as yeah. well. So it just wasn't, it's just a little bit, it's a hard pill to swallow, but it is, um, doing numeros. So, yeah, I, I, I really wish that that podcast had editing and I wish that I was in the room so I could say just stop <laughs> not stop but like Joe Rogan 
did a bit really bad job talking to him. I thought, but Joe Rogan—that's what Joe Rogan does. I he know just, he just talks and does it because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. That's the thing. It matters to us, but also I don't. I don't care. Like I'm not. It's not gonna turn me off if he has another fucking weird guest on i'll listen for 30 to minutes. me to me it's like somebody drops off the the wagyu beef in the in the fedex dry ice box and somebody takes it and cooks it in a microwave I mean, yeah. it's such a wasted yeah. opportunity you have cat williams here he's wide open but, for four but hours i actually think that that's the thing he cat had already done the shannon sharp it ain't gonna be better than that that's the problem and he, I think, he did a bad job too it, Nobody he, knows how to handle this kitty cat. That's because he doesn't want to be handled. I saw that video of Shannon Sharp going to his um, his wine signing or his like alcohol brand <laughs> signing at like a Bevmo in Maryland or something, you know. And he gets out of the of the escalator, or whatever. And somebody posted a video and said, "Like, who said this is um, saucy Santana?" Yeah. <laughs> Because he's got he's got basically like skims on. He's got like yeah. an orange kind of. Bro, like, that motherfucker is buff. Like he's he's he, huge. He's he wants huge. to show off. That's a shelf that you should look for to inspiration. Not at that cost. But I mean, he, you don't have to wear orange skims, but you know, like. it, it was it was like a like an olive hunter green set. Mm -hmm. it was, that there's a grown ass man wearing a set. That's fucked up. Any no man should wear a set. <laughs> that's that's the, the, first and foremost. <laughs> Unless it has logos in play, but this this was this is logo. No, no set. sets. Sets. And he had like the he had like a crossbody bag, but it was it was a lug. I don't know what brand it was. I love if he pulled up with a Lamar croissant bag with the skims on. <laughs> no, it was it was definitely like uh like bootleg orange Goyard crossbody yeah, yeah, kind of yeah, like yeah. jug jug kind of. <laughs> I'm gonna take my Fit pick at the gas station. No, he's so, he's so it was it's funny because I last night um. I did the Stone Island. I hosted the Stone Island panel, and this guy Clint from the UK was on it. Sorry, I missed it. I broke my foot. It's if okay. You even it's care. okay. It's okay. The you did have the, the the what was necessary for entry was a dick and a badge, and you got both. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So no, but this guy yes, Clint, officer who has this brand Cortez that's like blowing up in the UK. It's like huge. Like Cortez. he's he's doing numbers. He like collaborated with Supreme and Nike. He's like doing numbers. Mm -hmm. He's shitting on people, and, and it's kind of like low key. And he's 26. Mm -hmm. okay. Very cool. Like stars rising, dripped out. But then I'm like, I, so I go follow him on Instagram, and then I'm checking it out, and it's like just him flexing at like gas station style photos yeah, and I'm that's like, cool damn this is cool yeah. <laughs> this guy this is exactly what this guy should be doing he's 26 he's rich he's popping he's got watches and glasses mm -hmm. it's it, i'm like this is cool it's it's hard to pull that off where you're that type of person where you're young you made a lot of money and you want to get flashy and you want to get weird fronts and you want to buy ivisu jeans that cost three thousand dollars because it's funny but also, you are intelligent and well spoken enough to be invited onto a panel discussion. Those those two Venn diagrams. He was don't no. Cross. He was he was he was. I thought he was going to be a little shy, but he was like really. He honestly had some good shit to say. And it's like, of course, he does. Like he wouldn't be the successful if he didn't, you sure. know, have something going on. It's mm -hmm. not loan, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> but I it was it was funny because I went and looked and I was like, damn, this motherfucker is just stunting. That's all he's doing. That that's it's it's refreshing. Did it, did it make you reminisce for your your time in the tw in your twenties? Uh, no, because I wasn't rich or um kind of dripping in gold, so it didn't. It wouldn't have really. It wouldn't, <laughs> I don't think my flex would have looked quite as cool. 
the uh, the C class was was good, but the, it doesn't yeah. need to hit grid. Yeah, the C class was not. Yeah, it was not crazy. It was not crazy. And uh, I I also wish that we got a straight answer out of Cat when Joe Rogan asked him why do black people smoke menthol cigarettes. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't know if saying that the black community likes strong flavors is a good enough. Like that just seems. I like that answer a lot. I mean, but I, I don't know. It's a. Those are the types of questions where you want to, because like they're just two, one one very funny comedian and one not funny comedian. Joe Rogan's not even a comedian; he's a grappling podcast host. <laughs> like he ain't a comedian. Like he he's he's grappling just, with those bands. Like yeah, well. I mean I'm I'm all like no, more he's, power he's to not him. Funny. He's God not funny. bless, but like he ain't a comedian. But just just uh, those types of premises, when you throw that out to a comedian, you're like this. I'm going to sit down. I want to see what this real, this funniest, you know, yeah. top 50 funniest people on earth is going to say about these kind of funny premises, like Larry David style questions that he would ask Leon. Like mm -hmm. he would ask him that question and you're like, there's, we're going to get a really funny answer and it's going to be good. And then instead, Cat Williams is just like, yeah, yeah so you're, you're going to get me. <laughs> <laughs> and then like 45 seconds later you're just like bro say a funny joke he did, he, but, he, get, he served it on a platter for you the, but that's the thing rogan doesn't want people to be fun it's not supposed to be funny that's the problem it's the dave Chappelle syndrome everybody wants to be serious and sound smart instead of being funny because being funny just ain't enough yeah. it's like it's it's like he's he's been funny for so long he's like I, I, that's easy it's too easy it is hard to make comedians laugh and you could tell when it's a real laugh or a fake laugh yeah, when, for sure. when you say something super funny and the host goes, ah. <laughs> I know. I saw a lot of people I know. Uh, a lot of people I know hit that Shane Gillis show at Radio City last night, but it was on Close Friends. <laughs> <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of people put, posting that they're going to see Shane. Radio, Radio City, City with, the, with the big sunglasses <laughs> on. Radio City. Yeah. It's I got me, the. <laughs> it's me going to see Ryan Adams alone with a mustache and a hat and some Ray Bans. I got my shiesty on, <laughs> my Kangle. I was like, my I, Chloe, I my I Chloe swear, glasses. I'm not, I'm not exaggerating. I swear to God, I saw like six or seven people, and ha more than half of them, it was close friends. Yeah, I uh, I still haven't watched his SNL because I watched too many of the clips, and now it's kind of ruined for me. I just watched. I watched a little. I watched a little Sydney Sweeney this morning, and they were like. This episode of How Long Gone is brought to you by Booking.com. That is Booking. Yeah. Booking.com offers so many possibilities across the U.S. Uh, from relaxing beach resorts, which you know I, I love and I'm a big fan of, love to bake in the sun, to remote mountain cabins where you can go up there and work on your kind of acoustic album. Mm. The multitude of choices across the beautiful United States of America on Booking.com allow you to book whoever you want to be. I, Jason, you know me, I, I'm a different version of myself depending on where I'm traveling and who I'm with. You know I mean? It's always baseline. Oh, wow. It's baseline, Chris. Diva alert. It's baseline, Chris, but when I'm in Australia, it's different. But in the U.S., if I go to Florida, if I go to Georgia, if I go to California, if I go to Wyoming, you know, I, I'm going to switch up my swag a little bit. Oof, I can only imagine. I, I just recently used Booking.com to take a little uh, post-V-Day trip up into wine country, hmm. and I can't wait to see who i will be when i am there so book whoever you want to be on booking.com booking dot yeah
Are you having a hard time coming up with new, fresh, exciting meals to cook every single day, day after day? I know I am. It's nice to take a little break from the chaos trying to figure out what you're going to cook. You know I love my meal kits and being able to feast on a delicious meal without the long prep, cook times, driving to the store. What if the produce is bad? What if they ran out of salmon? That's what drew me over to the Home Chef folks. Home Chef meals are effortless, even for somebody like me who isn't making it on to Top Chef anytime soon. Uh, I am actually going to make it maybe more so on... Iron Chef, or if there's a better better thing than Top Sooner Chef. Sooner than me, I mean. Let's call it Toppy Chef. It's just a little <laughs> bit more on top. Toppy Chef is going to get cut. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef design recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify your cooking experience. Whether you prefer classic meal kits with pre-portioned ingredients and easy instructions, speedy recipes ready in less than 30 minutes, oven-ready kits with pre-chopped ingredients, or quick microwave meals that assemble in minutes, Home Chef has you and the entire family covered for delicious meals without the hassle. Uh, for a limited time, Home Chef is offering uh, our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box and, and this is great for me, free dessert for life at homechef.com slash how long. That's homechef.com slash how long for 18 meals free and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash how long must be an active subscriber to receive that free dessert. Don't get it twisted. Because I saw an article yesterday, which is just so loser behavior, but like, are they going to give her the hot person treatment? It's like, of course they are. Mm-hmm. Like her fucking. They're not going to give her the funny person treatment. No, it's like, that's like, if you have Jacob Elordi, if you have Sydney Sweeney, like they're hot. That's the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, they did do a sketch where she plays a Hooters waitress who makes more money than all of her coworkers. <laughs> but like, spoiler, that seems reasonable to me. He's like, I love this job. She also made so a, a big tits joke in the monologue. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I don't even think that's low hanging fruit. I think that's what she you, should yeah, do. You get Martin Short on there. <laughs> you ha- you put him in funny costumes and he, yeah. and he does his thing, which is be very, very funny. Yeah, like she's and she probably I think it was I haven't watched much of it, but it, like it wasn't bad. You know what I mean? She's a professional. No, she's yeah, she's an actress. I didn't know she was from Spokane, uh, which is is that he's spiraling hearing that no i just was surprised she's like yeah i'm the border i'm the border from idaho and and washington i was like what damn nirvana country up there yeah yeah um i'll tune in probably tonight to see if the body is t the body is t <laughs> i mean back in my day body t casey musgraves put, casey musgraves did the to the sleepy set you know she did a couple of mids really I'm just. Is that because she ain't got no single? She ain't got no single. It's not even bad. It's much better than the last record where she tried to collaborate with Troy Sivan. Mm-hmm. But it's just not. It does not hit. Um. Yeah. It doesn't hit, and it's a bummer because I know you can tell she's trying to return to form. I think one. I think one of the songs I heard, and it was like, hmm. It's not bad. It was okay. It was. It's, it was. It's it, was it was a step in the right direction yes. versus uh, another regression. But she had like the fifteen piece band on stage too, so it was like, "What are you guys? What are you guys doing?" Come on, y'all. When there's four guitar players or three guitar, even three, it's like, "Come on, mm-hmm. one guy can't be doing much." <laughs> like one guy's playing the chords, one guy's playing the solos. That's how it works. What's the third guy doing? He's he's getting a check from the record label. I guess. I mean, I guess sometimes you just want it to sound big, so you're doubling everything, mm-hmm. you know. But I'm just always like, I know you're paying this guy a lot of money to be on TV. Yeah, whenever I see that, I'm, I'm like, 
you're you're just not a real band. This is that's the difference between an artist and a band. When you watch Nirvana yeah. play on SNL with three guys, one one instrument total. But the yes, and but, it sounds ten times. But as the big. thing about this is, all these guys are insane shredders. Of course, but they they're neutered by the material, so mm -hmm. they're just they're just strumming along. You know what I mean? They're like, <laughs> I'm getting paid fifteen hundred to be here. Mm -hmm. I'm strumming along. Plus plus, I'm getting I'm getting I'm flying Comfort Plus back to Nashville. Life is good. I asked for a per diem. They said not today. <laughs> Get a per diem in New York. It's expensive. We need Mama knows I tried. It's ex <laughs> it is expensive. Mama tried. <laughs> Mama tried to get $20 a day petty cash for my juice press. I had to hit the Sabaro near the studio. Y'all cigarettes like, cost more than my per diem. That, <laughs> I, guess, I guess I'm not going to smoke this week then. <laughs> guess I'm not going to smoke. Um, yeah, and I just, I just remembered when we... When we didn't post the episode last last episode, which sorry about it, some some guy sent me a DM just simply asking, "What did y'all talk about?" <laughs> <laughs> I know, like that's, it wasn't good. Like that's funny <laughs> as fuck <laughs> to be to say what y'all talk about. Asking for a description <laughs> of what we spoke about. Like, he, well, I know the file is corrupt, but is there a transcript I could look at or anything like? I, a lot of people wanted it, it. It made me. It was sweet. It made me feel wanted and loved during my time of pain and sadness. Mm -hmm. When everyone was like, "Hey, I just just checking on you, making sure you're okay. I didn't hear it, blah blah blah," and you know, telling them what happened. And they're like, "Oh, well, what was it? A solo or an interview?" And it was like a solo. And they're like, "Oh, okay. Well, that's kind of good." But those are my favorites. I'm so glad. A bummer. I, I know I'm you sad. posted about it, and I didn't. But I didn't hear a single peep from one person, which also makes me feel good and loved. Yeah, you, you could see who's walking who out there. <laughs> You've trained them, and I've been trained. I <laughs> master and servant. No, for sure. We also we had a we had a big week because we we were out every night getting it in. Yeah, we went to okay. We went to we, we got to start at the start. Where where, where do we start? We started at what we did. We start at Sal's and then the Serpentine. Serpentine. Well, yeah, we got back from Mexico. We already talked about that. We had Kyle Kinane on the podcast. He was nice, kind of a dick. It was okay. Also, uh, Rory Scovel. He's a comedian. He just has a new. He has a new special out on Max. Yeah, I tried to tap in last night. I'll give it another shot. You didn't like it. I mean, it's okay. I liked it. I thought it was. I'm it, shocked it was well that you liked it. Really? Shocked. Yeah. That's not really your kind of shit. I don't know. I like. I, I no, was, no. I mean, it's cool that you liked it. I, I, I was. I was always. I paid attention. I don't to know him. who he is. Though. I was never. never I was never like a. Is he big? Big Stan. He's medium sized, but I, you could tell he spent a lot of time crafting this hour. There's a whole overarching theme. The beginning connects with the ending. If you pay attention to it all, it gets dark. It breaks the fourth wall. There is some stuff that I'm not into, but overall, the the bar is low for com comedic specials going on right now. Um. We went. I went and got dressed at Stone Island at the Beverly Wilshire Hotel, where I, I met a girl who works there who is a fan of the pod. And I also met a young lady named Icy. And I asked her, "How do you spell that?" And she said, "I C Y." And I said, "No, no further questions, Icy." You're like, "No shit." All right. Well, I'm gonna keep it moving. Well, I, I didn't ask your your Kiki name. What's your? <laughs> you can't say that, bro. That's really funny. That's really really funny. I'm Icy. Um. Yeah, I have a nice, uh, I have a long raincoat, but not a trench. I got, I have a, a thin long, material. I have a long micro twill navy 
three XL. So it's like three. Yeah, because they have that. Because they, they ran it, out it of like, all the regular people sizes. It feels or it's like because I, I tried on extra large in one of the jackets and it just felt like the length of it and the size of it felt weird. Like if you're gonna have something longer, it needs to be bigger. Mm -hmm. You know it what I mean? It was a tweener. Yeah, a tweener hemline. But I was with these guys last night on the pant. You know, they're all fucking. Liam McRae's got on some Kevlar fucking vest. Diz's got on white cargos. Like mm -hmm. Clint's has on fucking wild shit. It's just like everybody looks wild, and I'm like, yeah, this is. I'm wearing a navy jacket. Those are all guys that that can pull they, off. They can stone do it. No, 100%. because they wear it all the time and it works. No, it looks very. I've, cool. I've seen Dizza wear some. Yeah, some like stone white pants, and yeah. I'm like, I, I could never pull that Not off. Not me. I would, I would spill mustard on those in eleven they hook seconds. Up real nice with the Marlins fitted. You know what I mean? That's good. <laughs> Uh, went went to stir crazy with friend of the show Ben Edgar. Oh yeah, yeah. Build, he, building with Harley. When he, yeah, I told him I saw. <laughs> I was like, bro, you're new Canaan curious, talking about how he wants to move to Connecticut, and I'm just like, bro, you can't, you can't aspire to be more white and rich, <laughs> like you know. But he he said he said that's what he wants to do. So God bless him. I've never been to Connecticut, so I don't know what goes on over there. I mean, it's a, it's just a very high net worth community mm -hmm. because it is 45 minutes from New York, so you can drive your Porsche in to the office every day. So, and the idea is you go there, and everyone has a giant, gated, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful house, yeah. front yard, yeah. backyard. Yeah, you hate your family. Your it's family kind of hates like you. A, a Brentwood. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Where it's like close, but it feels different. I've I, only been a couple times. It seems ideal. For if sure. You ask me. If you, I mean, that's ideal for you. You're that kind of guy. I have no interest in that. Yeah, you're a city girl. I'm not going to drive a car. Well, you know, the dogs and the school districts. Oh, yeah. When you start talking about school districts, I'm out. I know. We went to Stir Crazy and watched Ben eat a sausage. Um, ben, Ben. A lot of people say stir crazy. I, they, their, their biggest gripe. You can't get a, a full meal there. It's more of an aperitivo, which is user error, not not stir crazy's error. But Ben was, bro. I talked to because I talked like, to him about it. This is perfect. I talked to him about it. This is how like, I eat. He brought it up again. He's like, it's perfect. It's perfect. I'm like, bro, you love you love small plates. He's like, I love small plates. I need a small plate with thinly sliced proteins. Yeah, arranged simply. Just simple arrangements. No, no weird sauces. If there's no sauce, that's preferred. Yeah, of course. Uh, but I was happy to see that. And then we. Uh, we went to Sal's. Had Which, another great meal at Sal's Province. Provincetown. I'm really, I'm really. It's. I didn't realize it was in the old Il Piccolino, and it's. It makes it Sal's place cooler. But it was so good. I loved it. I mm -hmm. loved it. It's all, everybody there is gay except us. Mm -hmm. The maitre d owner is a star. She's cash only. She's a star. You got a call to make a reservation. Mm -hmm. And the menu has no sent you. dumb, fussy shit on it. Yeah, it's a regular menu. Just get some, you know, you, 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 they split the portions for you. Mm. If, you. if you just go on a date and you get the Caesar, they just bring you two, two smaller Grill bowls on the of alley Caesars. style. Grill on the alley does that. Grill on the alley yeah. style. And it's nice to, to have that happen without asking. It just, it just shows up and you're like, oh, it's nice. It's the, dr the drinks come out eat. very quickly. The wines are good. It, it, it's great. Fantastic. Their the pastas are nice too. So we went to this we went to this serpentine party at a at a private residence, and mm -hmm. easy to get in, not easy to get one out. One of the weirdest parties I've ever been to. But it, the the house had a Terrell room, and mm -hmm. it James. was 
Just not right, Owens. It was right around the corner. <laughs> the rail room. That's the dog kennel. <laughs> right around the corner from their cheese room, which was quite fragrant. I have to say, it was a full room with a giant table with twenty different varieties of cheese. Yeah, and for a party like that, the Gay Olympics, the elite of the elite. They're not eating cheese at 9 p.m. I don't think so either. What is that for the staff? I, I think it was more of a display. On the uh, and as you walked in, there was a, a caviar bar. That's what they're going to do. Yeah, that's nice. Going to snag me a bellini. But the big highlight of the night was Eagle Eye Chris spotting Lana Del Rey by the DJ booth, telling with, with Jason her new haircut. Lana Del Rey is there, and him turning around and going, "Wait, that is her." Yeah. I'm like, yeah, Had me bro. fucked up. I thought I was the biggest celeb there, but wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, wrong. Um, but she looked good. She did look good. I did not ask what if we kissed at all, but mm-hmm. I, I overheard her do the most Lana Del Rey thing Lana Del Rey can do at a party or a bar, which is go up, saddle up at the at the bar with you know her handler friends or whatever, and then politely and quietly order a shirley temple while everyone's having you know espresso martinis and yeah. tequila mezcal shots and it's hot it was like could that could you order a more lana del rey yeah, beverage it's, it's than a shirley cool. temple i mean i don't know he probably has an ep called shirley temple i feel like people were really having to stop themselves from talking to her i feel like every gay guy in there was like gritting his teeth and sweating to not approach her yeah, it was like it was like the Pope was in the building. Yeah, or it was really like funny, that. and it wasn't. I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I really wonder why she was there, but God bless. I think she was, you know, a favor. She's been very um, thoughtful lately. Like uh, ex, ex um, friend of the show, or not ex friend of the show, ex, previous guest of How Long Gone, <laughs> current friend Casey Hill. She posted her her album. Yeah. Uh, which is very like a really sweet, nice thing to do. I think she, she's Hill giving dropping, back. She's new getting Casey her karma Hill dropping soon. Unfortunately, Instagram did ban the cover because it's a picture of Casey's ass. And, oh damn! But I think she's found a workaround. <laughs> she found a workaround. <laughs> um, that's a that's a damn shame. It's a damn shame. There's a, some of the greatest albums have ass on them, but it's also like a side profile. It's not like it's any way. <laughs> it's profane. not showing whole. Yeah, it's like oh wait, it's not like one of Diddy's picks wait. on the. You brought up hole. Uh-huh. This morning at Equinox, a guy gets on the treadmill next to me wearing a pair of a shirt, a white t-shirt, mm-hmm. oh. crop top that said he him hole. <laughs> <laughs> and I was I was stunned. Uh, this ain't west hollywood this is mid-city like tone it down he him whole he him whole was whole spelled with a w or no definitely not just a classic h-o-l courtney love style courtney love style from uh, from the queen's dictionary but I, I think he knew that i clocked i think a lot of people like you don't wear a shirt like that and not look around frantically was, to see who's to noticing on the it. treadmill and i was and he was taking selfies the whole time of course and shit and i was just like this guy, but unfortunately, he was kind of buff. Sure. You know, like all gay guys. But it was <sighs> just a funny, it was just a really, I was like, damn, this is, where do we draw the line? The shirts are getting too extreme. Just shirts in general or gay yeah, shirts? Yeah, shirts in general. Like, what statement are we trying to make? Like, I can look at you and I can tell that you're gay. 
You don't need to tell me that your hole is on offer. <laughs> the crop top with the polo boxers and the white shorts poking out kind of mm -hmm. lets me know what you're into. I don't know if we need the profane shirt. We could do a, a little more subtlety. It was just, I was just back like, a little bit. I was honestly like, I, I feel like this is insane. I felt like I was insane because I was like looking around and nobody else was noticing. But you know, if, if, if this he, him whole is really about his shit like that, then I think he needs to attract a certain type of person True. where like I need somebody so whatever that like whoever this shirt legitimately attracts. I'm not talking about like takes a funny photo and has a giggle about it, but someone's like, "Oh, like I'm gonna fuck you." Yeah. In the in the way that uh, that you would like to be fucked, maybe maybe he needs to do that. Look, it's like when you when you're going fishing. Strong word. When you're going yeah. fishing, the only way to catch a big fish is with some big bait. You know what I mean? Okay. Well, he was a little guy, but I see the bait was more the shirt. Metaphorical. Yeah, bait. yeah, of course. Metaphorical okay. bait. But I was just I was blown away. I see something new every day, and it it. You know, I just this is why I, this is why I go out in public. Did you see him in the locker? Uh, no. You don't really ta tangle in the locker, do you? I'm in and out of that locker room faster than I. I, I mean, I'm, I'm pro locker because the trend of people carrying a bag around in their jacket on the floor of the gym is insane yeah, to me. Awful. But it's very common. Some sometimes at at Equinox there'll be an older older old, older gal, and she will have her like like Chanel handbag. She just carries it around yeah. from from place to place, yeah. like on the ground next to the treadmill. Like you know, this shit locks. Like no one's gonna steal your shit. Like it's gonna be I right. or or leave the leave the eight thousand dollar bag at home when you go to the gym in the or in the car. You know, it's a it's in a maybe. I mean, like when I when I go to the gym, I don't I don't like have my watch with me or like jewelry or anything like that. That's because you ain't really dripping like that. You that's the problem. It's true, but it's like I I wouldn't be able to enjoy my workout. Yeah. wondering if someone is going to steal rob you steal my expensive items from yeah. the locker room yeah that's true i had a pair of shoes stolen from the locker one or from the locker room not my locker it was just a pair of crocs that i hit, had underneath the bench and i somebody hate stole when people them. leave the shoes under the bench I it's disgusting I, I suppose i deserve it you deserve yeah i mean somebody stealing a size 17 pair of crocs is insane i, I, I was they must have done it to spite you there's no way they were going to wear them yeah, it was somebody. It was one of my gym enemies, of course. Genemies, <laughs> my my gym enemies. <laughs> um, yeah, it was definitely one of my enemies. So now, um, yeah, now I need to adjust to my new life with with a handicap, bro. It's making it's reminding me of when I had uh, when I broke my ankle. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. This is this has kind of happened to you before. But that was that was more extreme. That was way more extreme. I had to wear a full leg cast. Was that more painful? Toe to taint much more painful yeah. much more painful but i i twisted my ankle and it like fucked a lot of things up inside of there which is why i had to have the full leg cast oh i see I but that's see. when i got real drugs yeah i remember that i had a i had a an iv drip in my in my foot iv drip like right oh hell yeah in my foot they said we're going right to the source with a dilaudid bag Woo! oh baby oh that's a different kind of high and that was like a honestly dude i think that was because that was long enough ago it was kind of pre like oxy issues in america yeah yeah and yeah. i feel like they were looser with it they were looser with it and also i needed it be because they were they had to reset oh a, yeah a fracture. It's like actually gnarly so it was, it was one of those situations where they get you so high like 
he could hit me in the head with a baseball bat and I would be going like... Luckily, <laughs> luckily at this time of your life, you didn't have a lot of responsibilities or things going on. So it was kind of like a nice reset. I had a couple you. DJ sets I had to push. Of course. Look, I'm not saying you had nothing going on. I'm just saying no, you have no. a lot. That was, it, and it felt like... Like if a, that happened to you today, it would be a real problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this is fine. Like I you couldn't can, drive. Yeah, you can still do all your shit. Can you drive? Yeah, I can drive. Because it's your other foot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah, the first thing the nurse said, when the nurse came back from looking at the x-ray, she goes, you drive a stick? And I was like, nope. And she's like, all right, good. Well, it wouldn't work for me as a left-footed gentleman. <laughs> but Left-footed. Um, but yeah, I, I remember that being a, a, a true grand reset. I yeah. feel like I turned into a Rick Rubin-style Zen master during that phase because I had nothing else going on. And yeah. I just stayed. I just never left my house for like three months. No, it's it's gnarly. I went. I forgot. I went to uh, Sunset Tower with Kevin Morby yesterday because he's in town. Oh, nice. We Hi, had Kevin. lunch, and he was like, "Did you see who's over there?" And I'm like, "Who?" And it was the comedian guy that people really like, uh, Manasesco. What's his name? Sebastian Maniscalco. Yeah, yeah. And 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 Morby was like. Bro, I'm in a group chat. This guy? I'm in a group chat with these guys who like love him. We talk about him all the time. I, and I almost asked him for the flick, but I because it would have lit the chat on fire. You can't do that at the tower. No, and he knew. He he resisted, but I was like, I didn't know people liked that guy that much. Like people I know. Right, 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 right. I agree. I mean, he's funny. No he's, shots to Kevin. No, no, no shots to Kevin and his taste and humor, but <laughs> I was just he loves this show, so hopefully, hopefully it's not a shot. Uh, <laughs> but I was just like, damn, I didn't know people. Like I didn't know, like our my peers and friends were into that. I thought it was like for someone else. You like him in the bookie show, right? Yeah, and that's his show. Like that's like his. I, mm -hmm. I mean, he got that show because he's so big as a stand up. I'm sure he's been trying to have a show for fucking twenty years. No one cared. Yeah, he has a movie that's on Delta or was on Delta. But I, yeah, I like I like bookie. Awful, I thought right? bookies was good, pretty bad. good. Bookie and bad. No. Yeah, he's a he's a big deal, man. People. People but, go crazy for it. But there's him. just a certain level. But I know what you mean. There's I have there's always like out of the hundred friends I have, there's like one guy from high school who's probably like obsessed with him. But it, I guess it's just that these guys that are that I just feel like na there's a weird thing now with comedy where you can be really fucking big mm -hmm. and like people it's with music too. It's all because of like algorithms and, and shit. And you can still walk through the mall and nobody will Nobody know. Like, yeah, like I wouldn't I wouldn't know that guy could sell out MSG. Like he's doing like two nights at Barclays. Like I wouldn't. Yeah, I literally wouldn't know that until I research, like looked into it. But if he walked around the Americana, there's a fifty-fifty chance no one, not a single person no, no will, will say anything to yeah, him. Yeah, it's just it's cool. I mean, it's a good place to be. But with music, it happens a lot. Like Kevin and I were actually talking about it, and it would just be like he'd mention some band that sold out Red Rocks. Like who? Yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I didn't know either until I saw that they sold you don't out like Red pretty lights. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. When I was in Mexico, I saw a guy, old guy, wearing a pretty lights shirt and a pretty lights corduroy cap. Whoa! I think he maybe maybe he may have come from Tulum. Super fan. Wow, that's dark. Um, but yeah, that reminds me of when when we were being interviewed a long time ago, and I said the level of fame that I'd like to have is louis ck <laughs> <laughs> not trying to be uh offensive or or you know cheeky or anything like that but look just literally like he can sell out madison square garden millions and millions and millions of dollars does whatever he wants but if he walks around the airport maybe some, one person will say something i think 
He can go to a restaurant before he got in trouble. Yeah, that was even more. I feel like people know him more now because of scandal than comedy. Like quite possibly, but I. But they're not going to approach and be like, "You're a bad guy." Something about that where you're able to, yeah, the approachability is different. But like, there's not a lot of people who are famous enough to host SNL, maybe multiple times, probably for sure. And can still kind of just like walk around and someone's like, oh, there's you know, yeah. maybe someone will say there's that guy. But no one's approaching him. No, no one's approaching Woody Allen. Is that do you think that's happening? Oh, people are approaching Woody Allen. I was thinking a couple of days ago about um, Woody Allen on on that movie on Annie Hall. I think when he's he's eating at the, the vegan restaurant yeah. on the Sunset Strip and you know, that was so long ago and he's talking about all this bullshit and this liberal mush that he's eating hippie shit and like thinking about him now. I'm like, he's he's like this old guy who like reads books and watches films and listens to jazz, but he also has like an iPhone and a computer. What what is Woody Allen look at online? Like what what does he do? You know what I mean? Like we, you and I do the same thing online. We look on Twitter. Uh, you know, I'll I check bet the he news. I'll read online. some articles and stuff. I, I bet I, he definitely watches f- films on Blu-ray. Like he's definitely no, not like when when he's on his phone in the back of a car and he's. I don't just think he does that. Sticking around on the web. No, you don't think, think he does that? No, I don't think guys like that do that. I think they like they read the newspaper that gets delivered to their house. They read books. Yeah. They read scripts. They have a phone to make calls. But we know he's a pervert. Do, Which is a, do, do they use the internet to there's, enjoy there's no pornography? There's no place better to be a pervert than online. I think it isn't did, it just? I just like the idea of imagining Woody Allen with his laptop, like at a desk, you know, typing one f- with the two index fingers. Like, might, what is he searching he for might even to find at, his pornography? He might even be at the level where he's just dictating to an assistant. Like that's honestly what people do. Like, if, if, up, like pull, I'm laying on a couch and talking. Pull up, pull up one of uh, pull up Pornhub, please. <laughs> I meant more. Uh, that's with a bad one. I can't work. Work, but yes, maybe also. At some point, he's gonna look at porn on the internet, or he's gonna read an article, or and is he looking uh, at like sports scores? I honestly think that there's a generation of people that are like, I have this phone only for phone calls. Does he subscribe to YouTube? No, creators? definitely not. No, no, no. Because <laughs> those guys hate that stuff. Like that's like their enemy. Yeah, that's true. That's their enemy. I guarantee you, he might not even have a phone. It might be an assistant. Damn. That uses, you know what I mean? That like uses the phone. For yeah, him. yeah, I see that because when when we saw Lauren, he had two phones, one iPhone and then one flip phone. Hmm. The iPhone, I feel like you just somebody in your life tells you you have to have it, mm-hmm. and you're like, okay. Well, one one for texting, one for calls, probably. Yeah, I and mean, I, I just, used to be like that with a with a razor and a sidekick, but you know. Did you really? Yeah. I had okay. A, well, then you and Lauren are on the same program, just different decades oh man when i had the sidekick and the razor i was balling what color was the razor silver the silver razor stock silver stock silver you know i'm a stock guy stock silver Mm -hmm. stock Mm -hmm. sidekick no i didn't have like the Dwayne wade sidekick like i had the og regular no bedazzling whatsoever no paris hilton bedazzling no and yeah i would i would text and email on the sidekick and i would take phone calls and make phone calls on the on the razor different numbers oh yeah and you had the the uh, the sidekick email address and then i had a well it was yeah and then i went into a, a phase where i also did that with a blackberry yeah 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 so you can have the messenger 
Yeah, because I loved the BlackBerry, but I didn't like making calls on it, so I kept it. Yeah, it was weird. It was weird. It, was, it felt like holding a, a, a rock up to your I head. I mean, now I, like I would obviously love to have that. But back. now you have your um, Apple oh, yeah. Big Boy <laughs> headphones. Did you get them engraved? No, because I, I just bought them at the store. I did the thing, actually, that I, I'd never done before. I ordered them online and picked them up at the store like mm. it's COVID. Mm -hmm. But I just didn't want to talk to anyone at an Apple store at the Grove. Sure. But I yeah, I broke because I was all that traveling I've been doing. I was watching TV. I would like download things to watch on my phone. And I had never used I hadn't used over ear head noise canceling headphones in like years. Mm -hmm. And there was you a probably used to fly with bows. Back yeah, in the day. but there was a they sent me a beats pair mm -hmm. and I swore I wouldn't wear them out of the house. And then I took them on the plane. I was like, this is pretty fucking nice. Mm -hmm. Then I lost them somewhere on the journey. And so on the way back from Mexico, I had to use my first gen airpods right. the one the only ones that work for me and i know no noise cancel i couldn't hear like i couldn't hear full volume like the plane yeah, is yeah, that yeah. loud mm -hmm. and i guess i didn't really process that so as soon as i got back to la i was like all right it's time i'm going fucking thought mode i'm copying i'm copying the hot girl you got the orange ones what color just the classic dark gray dark gray dark gray but they like my macbook they are unfortunately incredible mm -hmm. <laughs> like and also they do this thing which is I don't know why mine don't do this. Maybe yours do, but they it seamlessly switches between your phone and your computer without oh. having to like. I wouldn't say mine is seamless, but it's pretty good. I think so. It's like I was I didn't know that. So I like did it once. I was like, oh, shit, that's cool. That's, that's a great. nice. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to use them on the flight back to New York. My blue eye tomorrow back to New York. You know, I'll be listening to some Brian Eno while I work on some of my little projects. Is that right? Oh, I, music for airports. on in on the plane all day i didn't know this about you i also have a apple music like sunrise set <laughs> list that's like air and shit like that it's mm, mm, quite mm. good that i also listen to maybe a, a bonnie Vare song in there but, the music sun coming up over the mountains yeah but music for airports unfortunately i've listened to it so much that i like kind of like I can't explain it. It makes me feel like I'm falling asleep no matter what because I've there's been so many times mm. where I've been in and out of sleep on a plane, like kind of uncomfortable, uh, and that yeah, yeah, has yeah. been playing. So like that's so just you're always in and out of consciousness yeah. while that is playing. So sometimes yeah. So sometimes when I'm listening to it, trying to do something, it like, hypnotize yeah. It throws me off. Yeah, exactly. Damn. Okay. Well, it is a great album that even non-ambient heads like you enjoy. That's good to know. Yeah, great album, classic. All right, y'all. Thank you for um, potting with us. We hope you have a blessed March. Sorry for missing the last one. Won't happen again. Um, yeah, have a blessed March. And if you have any um, pills for Jason, just hit his PO box. Send those over. Because mm -hmm. if you, they make your stomach hurt, or you know you were gonna flush them, baby need Vicky. Don't do that. <laughs> just send them to Jason's PO box. Flush them to Glendale. Yeah, flush them all the way down to Glendale. Thank Whoosh. you guys for listening. HowLongGone.com is the website. Uh, we'll talk to you next week. 